Hello, 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 everyone. This is Keisha Rivers of the Cars Group. Welcome to Mindset to Mastery, the podcast where we provide you with information, strategies, tips, and actionable items to help you change your mindset and master your success. Today's show is awesome because we are going to be talking about how to change your mindset and get yourself ready to create an iconic personal brand. And I have none other than Cheryl Pullins on today to be able to have a convo with you, give you some strategies, give you some steps and have you walk away with some actionable items so that you can begin to position yourself as an iconic brand. Um, Cheryl is dubbed the icon of branding. She's an award-winning international speaker, author, entrepreneur. Her mission is to help multifaceted women entrepreneurs successfully brand themselves in the marketplace. And she has so much experience, so much expertise. You'll be able to read her full bio on the website at mindsettomastery.com. That's mindset, the number two, mastery.com. I don't want to waste any more time. I want to get right into it. Welcome, Cheryl. <laughs> Thank you, Keisha. <laughs> Thank you so much. It is awesome to be here with you today. Well, I, I, I'm so excited about you know launching this platform and, and jumping in to be able to actually have this because I recognize that I get to talk to all these great people all the time about, you know, what they do. And we have these wonderful conversations. And I just wanted to be able to share it with other people who may not have the type of access that I do. Um, or who, you know, like me, I'll ask anybody, hey, you want to come on the show and talk? <laughs> um, <laughs> but, but this is great how I love how and, and we've been connected for a few years now. And it's yeah. been great to see the evolution of your brand. Um, first mm. and foremost, and how you're mm. always trying to apply this and, and assist others. So I know mm. people know what it means to have, you know, branding from a, a corporate perspective or mm -hmm. from mm. a company perspective, but what exactly is personal branding? Well, Keisha, the, the crazy thing about personal branding, and most people don't realize, is they already have one. <laughs> really they already they already have a personal brand they may not realize it it may have happened accidentally if you will mm -hmm. but we've all been kind of branded as something and I love to use this example when I'm speaking because it gets a really funny reaction I always say to people you know how you go to your family reunion or family <laughs> wedding right mm -hmm. and you're there and that one cousin walks in mm -hmm. and you see people lean over and go, oh gosh, here she comes, the drama queen. Uh -huh. That is a form of branding. They, they decided that she, because of, you know, maybe how she acts or how she shows up or things that she does, she's a drama queen. Mm -hmm. So instead of letting that happen accidentally, mm -hmm. Personal branding is the process that allows you to do it intentionally. And you know, I love the way that you mentioned because of the way she shows up. Because I think a lot of us don't understand that, just like you said, you have a personal brand, whether you recognize it or not. 
It's how you mm-hmm, show up. Mm-hmm. And so many of us Absolutely. don't show up in the way that is authentic to who we really are. We show up in the exactly. way of what people expect us to be. Oh, I love this. This is exactly. awesome. Exactly. So, so why, <laughs> why does this matter? Like, for instance, if, if I'm, and I know your, your, your niche and, and what you focus on are, are, are multifaceted and multi-passionate women entrepreneurs, but for someone who is, you know, working a job or they're, um, they're mid-management or they're looking at, you know, why haven't I been promoted or what is it about me in terms of me wanting to get more responsibility? Why hasn't this worked? You know, this episode is going to help you to determine what are those branding messages that you're sending out that's actually blocking where you're trying to go. So, so why does this even matter? for them to really be intentional about it? Well, it matters pretty much for the same, for the things that you've just mentioned, Akisha, you know, taking a real look at themselves, even in a professional setting, even as you are working on your career, you want to be aware of what type of messaging you're sending out, what type of visual and verbal cues are you putting out that's causing people to either, you know, embrace you and your message more or go, oh, no, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't think this is going to work. Mm-hmm. So um, even in the professional setting, personal branding is huge because you still have a set of values and characteristics and attributes that you espouse or embody and that people experience that'll determine whether or not you're going to be promoted or whether or not when you go for that mm-hmm. uh, promotion that uh, people are going to be open to potentially saying, yes, we want to have you on our team. We want to mm-hmm. have you in our division. We want, mm-hmm. you know, whatever the, the case might be. So for many of us, personal branding in the corporate space or in the work environment is what we did first before we before many of us became entrepreneurs, I spent 22 years in corporate America. Okay. So branding myself as the go-to girl, that was always my thing. I, mm-hmm. If people needed to know something that was in my sphere of influence or knowledge, I would answer. If I did not have the answer, I would find the answer and provide the answer. And that way, I became the go-to girl. Mm-hmm. People would come to me and they would ask me, I worked in HR. Okay. So people would come to me, they would want to know things. They would want to know how something works, how something operates, a policy, a procedure, or, you know, something about their benefits, whatever it was, I would find the answer and provide it. Mm-hmm. And that's how I, I kind of branded myself mm-hmm. in the corporate environment as, as a go-to person in that department. Now, did you... Was that because you're naturally, your natural inclination is that if someone has a question or someone needs to know something, you're the one that want, always wants to research and find it out? Or is that something that you were deliberate about? This is what I, this is the sphere and the space that I want to carve out. No, it's just because I, I'm a geek and I want to know stuff. <laughs> Part of the reason I asked that is because I'm, I'm kind of known in my circles with people as I'm the teacher. I'm, I'm the one that if you have a question about something, if you want to know how to do something, if, you know, I'm the one that teaches people how to do things. And, and yes, I was an educator for a number of years by profession, 
but it started because that's how I am personally. Mm-hmm. And, and I love this fact of when people are looking at the branding, you, you can't stray too far away from who you actually are. You cannot, you cannot. So I'm, I'm, I have a group of women that I'm I'm doing a program with right now in a boot camp. So we were talking about personas, mm-hmm. and um, I asked them based on the list of personas that they had in front of them. I said, "When you experience me, which one of these personas, if you will, are um, evident to you?" Mm-hmm. Um, and they predominantly all said educator. Hmm. which was funny to me, but it made a lot of sense because that's what I love teach. Teaching is, I mean, even in my, my work that I do, a big part of it is educating people around the power of personal branding mm-hmm. and how to use it to build your business. So them saying educator, I, I found that very, very, very interesting mm-hmm. that probably 80% of them said educator. Now, before they said, and and the other thing that's interesting about that, you, I I know you talk a lot about your personal brand is not what you think it is. Mm -hmm. It's Mm -hmm. what other people think it is. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. what, what, what persona did you have in mind before they told Mm -hmm. you that it was educator? (laughs) Well, I didn't think educator was my primary one. But in the way they experienced me, because when you start dealing in personas, you have a you have a dominant one and you have a secondary one and you probably have some others uh, uh, kind of sprinkled in there. Mm -hmm. So mine has pretty much been (laughs) it's queen superstar. (laughs) (laughs) It really and and actually two people, two, uh, two other people, one said queen and one said superstar. Ah. But I think that was because they could see me a little bit deeper. Gotcha. So, but when you, when I, when I put them all together, they nailed it on all three. Mm-hmm. And they you know, nailed and, it on all three. And, and that's key because so many times I think we try to limit ourselves and say, well, we can only be this way mm-hmm. or we can only show mm-hmm. this face. And, mm-hmm. and really when you think about it, we're multifaceted. Yes. There are, we there are. are there are different segments of our personalities and who we are and, and all of that. And, and the way we show up, one, it depends on what's going on with us. Two, it depends on the situation and the circumstances. Three, it depends on the other people that are around us. Mm-hmm. But I think that, that a key to the personal branding is understanding those different facets of who you are and being able to absolutely. embrace that. Well, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Because one of the first rules of branding I have is know thyself. Uh, Awesome. Know thyself is my first rule of branding. You have to be radically self-aware mm-hmm. to understand and know how you're showing up in the marketplace at any given time. Now, those ladies said educator because that's how I've shown up to them. Mm-hmm. They ain't seen the superstar queen <laughs> yet. <laughs> some pictures she's in there <laughs> look i saw some pictures of, of speaking again every time i see you in when people capture you in action when you're in front of a group i'm like oh my goodness like this woman is i'm just having to find a time when i can come to an event to see you in lot because your facial expressions your 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 mannerisms i mean even down to the dress i'm like hold up wait where'd she get that red dress from what's up with this <laughs> that, that? 
yeah, Superstar Diva is like really flowing with that one. So I'm gonna have to make sure I'm in the spot to be able to experience oh, that's that. That's funny. That's funny. So it, and, and one one of the things that I I love about you and and the way that we've connected is that I guess our our inner educators keep you know yeah uh, yes you know coming together, and and it's this whole thing of I know that you've got some people that are like well you know what. I've got my business going. I've got my job. I've got my clientele. I'm doing pretty well. I don't even need to deal with this personal branding mm-hmm, at all. I'm mm-hmm, good. I'm mm-hmm, set. Mm-hmm. So for those people, what are what are some of the benefits for them even revisiting it? Even if you, you're at a place where you've been successful, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, I you know, think, go ahead. Yeah. No, I think that everybody at some point has to revisit, you know, their personal brand. Even if you're at a point where you're like, you know what, I got this, I'm good, you know, I'm I'm successful, everything is flowing. So give them an answer to that question. Why do I need? Why do I even need to care? That's a great question, and I am a great example of the answer to that question. I was doing rather well when I started my business. Um, I found a, you know, kind of a, a, a niche at least, and I got started, but I wanted, a, I wanted more. And that more was based on the goals that I had set for myself. Mm-hmm. So one of the things that you really want to look at is what are your business goals Mm-hmm. And then look at the things that you need to do in order to bring those goals to reality, those dreams to life. And I promise you, personal branding is in there because personal branding is going to one, it's going to create a top of mind status for you. Mm-hmm. You know, you become the go-to uh, industry leader, thought leader, because you have decided that you were going to be intentional about branding yourself in the marketplace. Hmm. So one, you're going to create top of mind status. Two, it'll help elevate your credibility. Three, yes, yes. Three, it'll add value to what you're offering. Here's an example of that. Starbucks and maybe some other coffee company, you know, beverage company. Because Starbucks has been very intentional about creating creating a brand and understanding the power of a brand experience, about understanding the value they bring to the marketplace, about understanding the environment that they've created in their coffee shops, they can now and have been, they can charge a premium for a cup of coffee, Mm -hmm. almost $6 for a small one, right? Mm -hmm. Whereas some of the other companies, they still got to charge $2, you know, or a dollar or something to that effect. So because Starbucks has built this tremendous brand around their offerings, they have increase the perception of the value that they bring to the marketplace because it's not just a cup of coffee for them. It's a true experience that goes beyond coffee. And if you look at what you're offering as something more than just a product or service, but it is a total experience, 
then you can do what they've been able to do, which is command higher pricing. And and it's so interesting that you that you say that because I'm going through a reship, a rebranding and a shift because again, I reached a certain point and I was like, you know what, there's gotta be more to this. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and so it was interesting because I was I was talking to someone and, and, and she was asking me, she's like, you know, well well what do you what do you want to create? What do you want to do? Mm-hmm. And and I and I, I told her, I said, I I love facilitating outcomes but I want to work with organizations and people to help them create this experience for their clients mm-hmm. and then equip and train and develop their people to one, understand what that looks like two, be able to create what that looks like and three, to be able to sustain what that looks mm-hmm. like. Mm-hmm. And so, mm-hmm. and it's so key because with, especially with the internet, you can get anything anywhere. There's like tons of different choices sure. out there, mm-hmm. but what makes your brand experience different? What makes mm-hmm. your client experience different? Mm-hmm. That is awesome. So what are the three things that can make your personal brand iconic? Cause we're talking about this, you know, and first of all, tell people what iconic means. I know some people are going to Google it. <laughs> You're like, she's talking about iconic. What does that mean? <laughs> well, really iconic really means <clears throat> it's about creating a, a leaving a mark that creates a lasting impression. And when we think of things that are iconic, we think of, of, either buildings or even people that have lasted from one generation to the next. Mm -hmm. So you want to create something that once they've been in your presence, once they've experienced what you have, that it leaves a lasting mark on them, that that mark is so impactful, so uh, lasting that it stays with them forever. It's transformational. It's life changing for some, you know, that to me is the power of an iconic brand. It's not about being famous. It's not about being um, loud. It's not about being everywhere. It's about being in the right places Mm -hmm. consistently, but it really is about creating amazing, just lasting, a lasting mark on people that can't be erased. That's awesome. That to me is what being iconic really is. Now, when people are thinking about this and they're like, okay, I know I need to step my game up big time. (laughs) Um, and, and, And so on this particular podcast, my kept my my requirement is that there's an actionable item there's at least something that people can stop and they can say okay I'm going to do this right now to get started because mm-hmm. so often they get so much information and they, get, yes. they go into information overload and they don't know what to do with it They're like that sounds great but what do I do with this now? <clears throat> so what are the top three things that you would say for someone, and this is the part of the show where you pause it, you get some paper and pencil if you haven't already, and you take these down because these are what is, these are what are going to catapult you into starting. Because one of the things I always tell people, change is a process that begins with an event and you Mm -hmm. have to start with something. So what are the top three things that you would have, we would advise people to do 
you know, aside from contact you, which will give them the information of how yeah, to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. but what is it that they need to start with? Well, you know, the coach in me loves this part right here. Because <laughs> I always love giving assignments. <laughs> See, that's the educator too. We always love yes. giving homework. <laughs> yes, I love giving assignments. So this, this one thing is the one thing that I give every person that encounters me for the first time and they want to have a conversation about creating their brand. And that thing is write your brand vision. Mm. Write your brand vision. What do you, what do you want your personal brand to do for you? Mm. What do you see in your future three years, five years from now? And how can you use and leverage and create your personal brand to help support you and get you there? That is a great way of thinking about that. Because I don't think, I know I had never thought of my personal brand as something that would get me to that vision. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a component. It's not the total, Mm -hmm. but it's certainly something that you can use to get where you want to go. When I became clear about my personal brand and how I wanted to show up in the world and being self-aware and understanding the parts of me, Mm -hmm. the parts of me and my characteristics and attributes that could help support where I wanted to go. Mm -hmm. I started going in that direction. When I started saying that, you know, I love red lipstick. I love, (laughs) you know, I love this and this is who I am. And showing up the way I show up, it helped me to elevate my credibility because I started really stepping into who I am powerfully. Mm-hmm. I inspired my own self to become even more of who I already am, mm. which is attractive to other people because now you're being authentic. Yeah. And one of the big keys about personal branding is authenticity. And authenticity will help you. Yeah, Authenticity will help get you to where you want to go. Just ask Cardi B. Yeah, exactly. You know, she's wild. You know, she's very loud. Uh, She seems like she has a lot of fun. But she's pretty much probably being exactly who she really is. Mm -hmm. She's not tempering back or stepping back or dimming down. Mm-hmm. She's just showing up saying, hey, you know, okay, mm-hmm. or whatever it is she says, <laughs> and all her, little, all her little funny quips, right? Tiffany Haddish is another example of that. Mm-hmm. Oprah Winfrey is an example that we could go down the list of people that are just showing up true and totally quiet as is kept as much as we don't want to. Donald Trump is an example of that. Mm-hmm. He's just true and authentic to who he is. And it worked for him. Yeah. And, you know, it's interesting because I think that a big part of what we don't understand is that for so many years, people were, were told and taught that you have to be a certain way in order to get to be successful. You have to show up in this way. If you're a woman, you have to be more like a man. You you know, you can't wear dresses and you can't show your vulnerabilities and you can't be, you know, you can't have any emotion. You know, if you're a man, you're only supposed to be this way and you're not supposed to be empathetic and, and, and compassionate. And there's so many rules that were there where people tried to fit into these molds 
mm-hmm. instead of showing up so that now when, and especially in the, in, in, in social media where you've got all these filters and, you know, all of this other stuff. And, you know, there's this mm-hmm. running joke that I tell people, you know what, if people actually saw a real picture of you, they wouldn't even know that it was you without all the filters <laughs> and everything. <laughs> But it's like now people are starting to realize that, you know what, I want to know the real you mm-hmm, and authenticity mm-hmm. above all else, not perfection. Yes. Authenticity yes. above all else trumps everything. You have, to, you, have to, everything. you have to be able to see who you are, how you want to show up mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. what you want that vision to be. I love to start with a vision of success. You start mm-hmm. with a personal brand vision. We are like, yes, we just like, yes. <laughs> dive in with this thing here. <laughs> and then, so the second thing, the mm-hmm. second thing you want to do, you want to, you want to answer these two questions. Okay. And those two questions are, who do I want to be known as? What do I want to be known for? Ooh. Repeat those two. Who do I want to be known as and what do I want to be known for? That's powerful because they're not the same thing. No, they're not. That see, we could do a whole nother show just on that one. Right there. <laughs> but I was just, yeah, that, that is powerful. There are so many people yeah. that get it confused. Yes. That is yes. amazing. So the first one, write your personal brand vision. And, yes. and, and seeing that and then answering those two questions, who do you want to be known as and what do you want to be known for? Yes. So what's, what's the third one? And the third one is, and I, I, the reason why I go with this one is because I know this is where people struggle mm-hmm. and you, it, it, it is something that you can start doing today, right now, as soon as you get off this podcast at soon as you finish listening, you can go do it right now. Okay. And that is become more visible online or offline. Let people experience you more, experience your expertise, your brilliance, what it is you have to offer the world. Let people experience that more because that's where connection comes in. And if you're building a platform and you're building community, connection is at the center of that. You mean and I that can't happens? Hide? No, no. You can't, I can't, no. my introvert can't just, I can't just put up a couple of posts every so often and be good. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm going I'm to need your introvert to um, <laughs> let you come out and play. <laughs> like, wait, me and my introvert, we have bonded. <laughs> We're just like, there's been too much people in going on. We need to come back. Yeah. Yeah. But more people need what you have than you and your introvert. You know, we had, see, now my introvert is jealous because he had me all to herself. Yeah. And I, and I, I know the, I know the plight of the introvert. I totally, totally get it. And, you know, but I think we have to really understand that we have something that people, now I'm not introverted. I am ambivert, Mm -hmm. so I'm a combination of the two, but my my introverted self requires time, Mm -hmm. and my extroverted self requires time, 
So I use speaking and events as a way to feed my introvert, my extrovert. Mm-hmm. And I stay home in my pajamas and reading and in my watching movies that fuels my introvert and they get along quite well as a result. of it. <laughs> and, you know, it's interesting that that whichever one you feed the most actually gets stronger. Yes. Because for years I w- was am- ambivert. I could, you know, I did my teaching and training and speaking and events and all of that for the extrovert. And then the introvert, I would have my quiet time where I, you know, same thing as you. And I found that when Mm -hmm. I stepped back because I was like, you know what, I'm getting drained. And I stepped back and my introvert was like, oh, we got more time. Let's do this. Oh, we got more time. You know what? Let's make some cookies and watch a movie. (laughs) You know, oh, you know what? We don't have to go out and do that. And so this whole thing of increasing your visibility and allowing others to experience you is key because what people don't realize is in the process of building your personal brand, you have to interact. You have to connect. Like Mm -hmm. you said, connection is at the core. It's Mm -hmm. at the center of all of that. This is awesome. You're just like, you're just like a bundle of (laughs) <laughs> just everything it's just y'all don't see what I see it's her we're, we're, we're recording this and we're doing it video she's, she's in a be legendary t-shirt and she's just yes feeling. this is one of my friends yeah this is one of my friends this is her her shirt yeah and, and it's like she's she's chilling yeah. but yeah. she's got these red shade these red glass red frame glasses on and just, I mean <laughs> how are you gonna be iconic just chilling in a t-shirt like really seriously we're just okay all right, we're showing up like that. We're showing up like that, huh? Yeah, right, right. right. <laughs> so but, that's how you do it. Okay. <laughs> but but it's great because it's authentically you. So anytime really anyone is. anytime yeah. anyone interacts with you, they're always getting who you are. And, they really and this, are. this is mm-hmm. so key. I hope this has been so helpful to you guys. Um, Cheryl's going to have to come back because I know we have some more things that we can talk about and more tips we can give you. But before you go. I want you to tell people what you have going on, how they can get in touch with you. Um, we'll also have your website and your social media profiles and all of that on our website at mindsettomastery.com. But I want to let them listen to it now. Awesome. Awesome. Well, you, I have lots of things going on in that upcoming. Uh, one of the biggest things I have going on right now is I'm writing a new book. I'm writing a new book and the book is called Iconic. (laughs) (laughs) And it's Iconic, a a multi-passionate woman entrepreneur's guide to personal branding. Oh, I love that. Yeah. You're gonna have to come back when you finish it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It's coming out at the beginning of the year. We were were shooting for the end of the year, but um, there's so much going on. So we're uh, shooting for the beginning of the year. I'll be doing a series of live events around it as well. And um, so I'm really excited about that. The best way that people can really connect with me really well is to join my Facebook group, Bold Business Divas. In there, we talk about a little bit of everything. Branding, of course, a lot mm-hmm. of personal branding we talk about a lot of, but we also, we have some good stuff in there. I mm-hmm. go in there and I do some trainings. Um, I do um, a co-work day. I do all kinds of little things in there just to keep the community uh, connected. 
Mm-hmm. So, so yeah. And you know, I wanted to say in terms of being iconic, you know, iconic is aspirational. And that's something I discovered. Mm-hmm. Being iconic is very aspirational. Mm-hmm. And so some people, they wonder why, why do I have bold business divas? Why isn't it called iconic? Because mm-hmm. we have the ability to see ourselves as divas, but oh. it takes a whole lot more work to see ourselves as icons. Mm. And you said it, th- this whole thing of, of work, because I mean, for some reason they think, Hey, I'm going to listen to this podcast. I'm going to do these three things. I'm going to mm-hmm. put some stuff in here. I'm going to shake it up and then poof, mm-hmm. I'm iconic. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't happen mm-hmm. overnight like that. It doesn't. Personal branding is a long-term strategy. Say it's a again. long-term strategy. Personal branding is a long-term strategy. And you have to be clear, you have to be committed, and you have to be consistent over the long term. <sighs> Just let's see, I've been taking notes the whole time I've been talking to you. Like, <laughs> yeah, there's some stuff I gotta, I gotta do with this. But thank you so much for, for joining pleasure. us. This is awesome. I hope that this has been beneficial to you guys that are listening. Um, the reason I love doing this as a podcast is because you can go back and you can listen to it again if you missed yes. anything. Yes. Um, but be sure to visit our website, mindset2mastery.com, mindset2mastery.com. You can find info, more information about Cheryl, about our other guests, and um, all of the things that are coming up so that we can help you to change your mindset and master your success. Thanks for joining us. I'm Keisha Rivers, your host. Thanks again to Cheryl Pullins for joining us. You guys make it a powerful, powerful day. Have a great one.